0: Today's episode of Cinema Gush is brought to you by the Bottomless Pit trope. Whether you're hiding in an asteroid belt to escape the Empire, or you need to get away from your dad so you throw yourself down a deep dark shaft in the middle of Cloud City, the Bottomless Pit trope has you covered. Keep in mind, however, the real danger is there is no such thing as a bottomless pit. They all end eventually, turn out to be a slug, or just have a bottom. That is, of course, unless you get your friends together into the bottomless pit of ranking the Star Wars movies. That'll go on for hours, days, months. It may never end. And uh, that's what we're doing today, so enjoy. In all seriousness, this is one of our last episodes of Season 3. We are going to be ranking all of the Star Wars movies. This episode is numbers 11 through 6. Uh, Next week, we have another guest. We're going to do a different movie, and then we'll come back to do 5 through 1 and a wrap-up episode. So, uh, come back and enjoy the bottomless pit that is Star Wars. Okay, guys, so... Welcome to Cinema Gush. I cannot express how excited I am for this. This is weeks in the making. Wait, no, years in the making. Wait, my entire life in the making. Uh, okay, so this is me and and my co-host slash I'm the co-host slash other person Nick, and today we are joined by our a repeat guest, special guest, wonderful yes. guest, my dear dear friend John Riley. Woo! to rank all of the Star Wars movies
1: <laughs> I'm very excited and thank you guys so much for having having me on this now yeah, I, I do
0: need to introduce you properly here because John Riley is the only person I know who knows more about Star Wars than I do now my co-workers are some of my biggest listeners and they're gonna find that un- un- unlikely and uh, <laughs> hard to believe. But I just just for some context, I think the first conversation about Star Wars I had with you was in fourth grade about Galaxy of Fear, correct? The, yes. R.L. Stein Goosebumps Whoa. Star Wars Young Adult style with, with the
1: holographic front mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah,
0: the Hand of Vader. Um, th- this man, our guest, uh, single-handedly reskinned the entirety of Dungeons and Dragons. Which edition? Fifth. Fifth, fifth, fifth? edition. Fifth, fifth edition. Into Star Wars: The Old Republic, and he has been my game master for six years. Damn. And I did so.
1: There, there's another version. People could find a version online. Um, my version that I actually did it two years before they did it.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and I've since you know adapted we'll some better. of the
1: stuff because their version's a little bit better. <laughs> okay, well, fine.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was th- I was best man at his wedding, and uh, his groomsman gift to me was a lightsaber. A very nice lightsaber <laughs> that I DJ'd in a rave style with all night long. Uh, John, John, welcome, welcome back to Cinema Gush. Thank you, thank uh, you. Not only that, wait, there's, one, there's
1: one more thing we have to point out about that because Brendan Quibido was, in my opinion, the most envious kid in school in fifth grade because ah, he yes. went to the midnight showing of Phantom Menace and I had to wait till the weekend.
0: <laughs> my mother, okay. Okay, let's just tell the story now. Yes, Nick, do you know the story? I do not know this story, man. Okay, so opening night of episode one, I'm walking home from the bus stop, which is like a block away, and my sister meets me halfway down the street and says, "Mom was on the radio. Mom was on the radio." And so me, being me, I assume my mom was on something boring like Doctor Laura or something. <laughs> and
2: Delilah. Uh, like
0: whatever sister she was on national radio no she was on something far better she was on local radio because she had won me tickets for that night for opening night this is before you could pre-buy tickets like you had to wait in line for 24 hours to get a midnight showing especially that one my dad and me showed up that evening at like 11 o'clock walked past a three-block line they handed us tickets and we took our seats
3: Whoa.
2: Best night of my life. Dude, that's incredible. I hadn't, I'd had not i never heard that story before. So much fun. Your for mom held her wee for a wee. I had no idea that happened. That's amazing. Yeah. Golly. I, I got another
0: Star Wars story about my mom for later in the show. Wonderful. That I just learned. So.
2: Ooh. Those are always exciting
0: revelations. Okay, so. What we're doing, we're going to be ranking all 11 theatrical movies, minus The Clone Wars, which is theatrical, but we're not including, live-action theatrical movies. Uh, but John has asked to have a, 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 a little a moment to talk about all the other nonsense that Star Wars has put out in film form and TV form. So we're going to give each other one minute. Okay. To give us our thought, your thoughts. Now, ex- other things like uh, Christmas specials, uh, Ewok films, various TV shows. Is that is that what we're thinking? I love it. Yeah.
1: And, and so maybe do some you, of the video games too.
2: Okay. Yeah, you got a minute. Oh, okay. Baby, Nick, baby, baby, Nick, do good. you
0: do you want to go first or do you want to go last? I
2: would love to have the opportunity to improv. I found a legendary beer today. I drank it. I took a bath. So all I can be now is drunk, and that's amazing.
0: All right, I'm going to start a timer. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Collect yourself. I was three. Whew, two. Ready. One
2: improvise. I was first introduced to Star Wars as an 8 year old and I really got to see the movies on the VHS me You had to watch those like Leonard Cohen things beforehand where he would interview George Lucas and they would talk about the movie and this was before the special edition stuff. So I actually have that trilogy still uh, on VHS. But since we're not talking about the movies right now, I want to talk about something else. Uh, Rebel Assault 1 and 2 on the PC. Holy crap those are amazing video games. Dark Forces. I still play to this guy I absolutely love it. I haven't really touched a second of Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic or whatever it is. and I feel bad for that and I'm very sorry. I probably saw the Ewok movies more times than I actually have seen A New Hope or The Empire Strikes Back because we always went to the huh. Robertsons when I was growing up. Um, um um dark forces 2 is pretty okay at the end of the day but i'd still rather play rebel assault 2 over that uh played some battlefront in college with bill shout out to bill professor bill out there um what other games what other the movies uh holy crap the uh star wars duels games everybody rips on the playstation that game is fun as hell man i can't think of what it's called masters of something i can't think of what it's called right now because i'm Characassi. trying to just, thank you uh, i'm trying to rush through that right now i used to collect the star wars games the first tabletop rpg i ever played actually wasn't dungeons and dragons it actually was star wars and we played an entire campaign where i Time. had like damn cool <laughs> so that's what that feels like amazing um, shout out to the Ewok movies man the one with the family being alive is the good one the one with the, when they're all dead is just the girl is not the good one <laughs> Well, like, I'll like, 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 right, touch with it,
1: on that in my minute. I, I, really quickly, just to address, how weird of that is for a sequel choice to be like, hey, you know those main characters from the previous film? We're just going to kill them off except for uh, one.
0: Right. Okay, fine. So about three hours ago, I finished the first Ewok movie. I've never seen it before. And I read the synopsis on the Wikipedia of the second one. Holy... I cannot believe that's the real Dude, route they went. yeah,
2: like the brother dies and she, like, they literally are like walking in the woods. The sad music. and She's like, my everyone's dead. Like, and you're just like, as a kid, you're like, wait, I don't understand this. <laughs> it's a TV film, right? Yeah, Was it TV. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it was wow. a TV. It's a
1: TV film. Uh, and it's clearly like chopped up like a TV film. There's clearly intentional like
2: commercial breaks. Commercial moments. breaks. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh All right. man. All, All right. right. I'm
0: gonna go next. Uh basically because i we can uh, because i want to and i want to save john for last so here we go all (laughs) right
2: i have your 60 second timer ready to go if you are ready to go okay you do it you do it and three two count dooku one go Okay, since Nick
0: did this, I'm going to say my first experience with Star Wars was when my mom bought me a bunch of Taco Bell with all the toys and rented the movies because she had to work days and I had to stay at home and I you know, watched them all and I fell in love with them. But then, talking about other stuff, Knights of the Old Republic was the best one. I also really enjoyed the, uh, the Jedi Starfighter. That was a good one as a kid. And I bought a GameCube yeah. specifically for Rogue Squadron. Oh. Um, as far as the films go... Uh, the, the, the Ewok movie was better than I thought it was going to be. The Clone Wars was was fine, but it was definitely three episodes taped together. And you know what? If I had to watch any of the non-canon films, I would do the Christmas special because it's so bad it's delightful. As far as the TV shows go, we'll put Resistance at the bottom because it's pretty much unwatchable. All followed by Book of Boba Fett. Rebels is, okay, is good. Mandalorian's great. Uh, then second best Star Wars TV show is Clone Wars, obviously. And the best Star Wars TV show is the Clone Wars, obviously. Except I'd put felonious two and jandry tarotovsky is as three oh, or number one um how, how much more do i got five uh, four five and and uh star wars is great and i love star wars time is up
2: <laughs> wonderful oh.
0: all right john all right that was nice i got a timer i'll hold it all up right, that was sure. like, this that was, that was kind here you go all right tell me one.
1: Three, Two one so my very first experience with star wars was actually a yoda puppet that my father had uh he would do the voice and it scared the 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 feces out of me when i was very young um But I absolutely fell in love with Star Wars. We, uh, My first Star Wars experience, we watched the uh, special editions in theaters. Uh, I've seen all the Ewoks movies. I've seen the Ewoks and droid cartoons. That's a real trip if you want to go take that <laughs> look back on it. Clone Wars is obviously fantastic. I actually think Rebels is is better than Clone Wars. But Bad Batch, I actually think, is superior to both of those. Oh, you know what? Uh, I agree. Jendi D- uh Clone Wars, also fantastic. Uh, but we also can't forget the tie-ins. Robot Chicken, uh, Family Guy, Phineas and Ferb are all great episodes. Then you've got Lucas in Love, which is a great little short film that has yes, nothing to is. do with Lucasfilm. You have Spaceballs. You have Fanboys, which may be the best Star Wars movie made outside of the original trilogy. Then let's talk about video games, which is just Old Republic. Just Old Republic all the day long. And those trailers are so amazing. Boom.
2: Oh, they are. They absolutely. Oh are. my goodness, man! You touched on some stuff. I can't I believe didn't even I forgot about
1: Bad Batch.
0: <laughs> so now I had to put Original Clone Wars gets number two purely because that last season is as good as Star Wars gets.
1: That, that's that's very fair. The reason that I rank um, Bad Batch higher is I just find the cohesive story so it's, much it's more It's a engaging. better
0: overall. It's a better overall. If I the, the truth is, I'm simply putting the last season. Uh, i was purely rated the last season is perfect all right so
2: good I, I I know, seriously, get, yeah. and seriously lucas in love check it out
0: <laughs> it is yeah stuff. that
2: guy and, actually uh, has and, gone and, on to oh, have a pretty notes. awesome career for the record that guy who directed what's uh, he done that yeah
0: what else has he done
2: oh he did sydney white um he did zach stone's gonna be famous which is the bob burnham tv show oh really mm-hmm. um Dude, just magic. I'll put know it know in the show From, But yeah, just a whole bunch of different things. But he's mostly known for George Lucas and Love, which is, yes, as you said, delightful. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Oh. And this is the part where I admit that, uh, and this was this will be strange for me, folks, because honestly, like I do love Star Wars, but I have not been able to keep up with canon as much as I should have been able to keep up with canon. So like, whoever Rosario Dawson plays, I don't know who that is. I don't know. Ahsoka who's, who's, is one of my favorite Star. Star Wars characters. I don't know who she is. I don't know ever. what she's from. Honestly, I don't know. from Clone Wars Wars originally. originally, yeah. Gotcha. I've, from, seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen one Tardakov short. Um I wish I have seen them all, but I have not yet. Um I've seen one episode of Rebels and it seemed very like something I should watch with my nieces and nephews, so I didn't keep going, but I've missed a lot. So this will be so interesting. Both like, Rebels That's clone very Wars fair are with Rebels shows, Yeah.
0: But they get better as you go. I've seen it's... the
2: montage of the Darth Maul stuff. Is that Rebels or is that something else? That's Rebels. Okay. Cool. Or oh. well, it might it might be Clone
1: Wars too.
0: It's Clone Wars too. Yeah, there's a lot. It, uh, but they're uh, really the same show.
1: Uh, a show lot of in really, the second desert? season of Rebels suddenly becomes amazing. That's Rebels. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's I watched the entire like somebody on YouTube compilated every Darth Maul moment, into one big thing, and that's what it, I watched before this.
0: In reality, Rebels is the Clone Wars sequel. Yes. Okay. So. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, all right. All right. So shall we start ranking some Star Wars?
2: Oh, baby, baby. Live
0: action films. <laughs> I just go in the same order. Nick, you'll do your 11. I'll do my 11. John, you'll do your 11. And we'll keep creating
2: orders. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love it. I love it. So I got to say it. As I open up, I had several that I downright didn't care for at all. Um, one of which I've spoken about on the podcast endlessly because it is my wife's favorite one. Um, And the other one I had not (laughs) seen since the bootleg in 2003. So it was a trip going back through some of these and being like, "Ah, I'm not going to like this. And I've come away with this thought, which I will open with, is that I no longer hate any of them, (laughs) which is a good place to be. Because at number 11, when I first saw Attack of the Clones, I just didn't care for it at all. Any way, shape, or form, I thought the acting was very much a board like. I thought they were forcing so much of the storyline. But as I watched it this time, and I finished it up earlier um, today, I saw a lot of thematic stuff that I didn't notice before that I really actually liked a lot. And I don't know if this is popular, or unpopular opinion, or I'm sure this has been commented on because these movies have been ripped apart to death, which is a huge shout out to Red Letter Media because that's what reminded me of the prequels in the first place. Um, this idea of the Jedi Ego was busted wide open for me when I was re-watching Attack of the Clones and the idea of pride, and pride goes before the fall, and that whole thing. And just, you see the pride of Anakin. You see the pride of the Jedi Order. Even the freaking librarian had pride. Mm-hmm. If it's not here, it's not, it's not here, okay? It like, does not exist. It's like, okay, biscuit, like this is what I'm talking about. Like This is exactly the kind of crap that's going to cause your order to fall. Um, so at number 11 is Attack of the Clones. I would rather not watch it. Um is how I was going into this, but honestly, it wasn't as bad as I remembered seeing it. Um, and I enjoyed it more this time, and I will say, my unpopular opinion is that I wish Sync had ended up in the movie, because I think it would have made it a little bit better.
3: Uh,
2: okay, what was your po- oh, we're doing, For
0: the record, audience, we've yes, got a popular yes. and an unpopular opinion for each of these movies. What was your popular one?
2: That The Yoda fight is so freaking badass, man. Are you kidding me? Mm. That fight was awesome! Mm. <laughs> The yeah. Of Dooku. So that's my all number right. eleven. So, Attack of the Clones. Before I get to my
0: number eleven, I will state I have I think I've got a list here that should piss off every Star Wars. Me fan too. And anywhere. Um, so I like you pretty much like all of Star Wars, with the exception there is one I don't like. So basically, I'm going to get out my, the one I don't like, and every other movie after here, I genuinely love.
2: Okay. In okay. some
0: capacity. So my number eleven is rise of skywalker it is far more competently made than many of the other films but man that story i have never seen more fetch questy of a story in a film uh i you know what let's just jump right into my uh my popular opinion uh I think this movie has one of the worst plots of any film I've ever seen with this much talent involved. Oh.
2: Um,
0: and, and my unpopular opinion for this one is that... Uh, so and, and this is worth mentioning first, I guess, before I get to that. There's a lot here to like. I wish it came together into a cohesive movie. Um... So, for my unpopular opinion, I think everything that happened in the throne room with Rey, Ben, and Palpatine is the quintessential, perfect ending of the Star Wars saga. If a motherfucking thing had led up to it,
2: <laughs> well, no one's gonna top it. But
0: as as nothing did lead up to it, and it just kind of happened out of nowhere, I put Rise of Skywalker at my number eleven. I give it one Sith
1: dagger out of 10.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but if you hold it up just right, you'll find the location.
1: Which, which, okay, can we really quickly just talk about that as a plot device? Please, like, please, like, yeah. like, wow, this is what's, we're, we're going to take this thing that can locate, that will lead people to, to the, the heart of the Sith empire, you know, the, the remnants of the Sith mm-hmm. empire, the, the, the seat of power for the Sith. And we're going to make a decorative knife. <laughs> that will lead them to the way. But
0: not only that, not only that, it means that somebody had to find the wayfinder, not pick it up, and then go to the beach and make the dagger. Yep. Oh my
3: gosh. Yep. And
0: and okay, I, I did have this note. I the worst, the laziest line of any of exposition that I have ever seen in a film is, and I quote: "Somehow, Palpatine." Yes.
2: Return. Yes. Okay. <sighs> Wonderful i'll go more into that in a minute somehow all right somehow. that's my number 11
1: <laughs> <clears throat> um for, for me i i actually i'm i'm with uh nick on this attack of the clones hey, is baby. by far <laughs> the bottom of the barrel <laughs> it's 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 coarse and it gets everywhere uh, oh. it does not as bad
0: as somehow Palpatine Returned, though. is it um, weird
2: how when you see memes now and then you rewatch the movie and you're like, any second now, here comes the spot yep. where someone did a screenshot. Any second now.
1: <laughs> and you know, that being said, it maybe is one of the most memeable Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like, if you if you is. go back and look at it. Um, and it also shows just how much that Lucas apparently just wasn't directing actors and was just telling them, oh, this is your line, go, go do it. Louder and more intense. <laughs> and and some actors can do that, like the wonderful Sir Ewan McGregor. Yes. And other actors, who are maybe a little bit less experienced, struggle with that. Which is fair. Yes. Um, right. My my actual my popular opinion though, I really like Django Fett and I really like uh, the fight between Obi Wan yeah, yeah. and Django Fett. Yeah, I thought it was well right. choreographed. I love that the fact it was in in rain in water. Um, I liked the them showing like a guy fighting a Jedi who actually stood a chance. You know, it kind of kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. As really cool. Now, as for my unpopular opinion, I love Dexter Jester. I Dex. love the idea. <laughs> Dead. of a fully cgi monster running a 1950s cantina <laughs> dirty t-shirt so, no dirty t-shirt has to pull up his pants
0: uh, have you seen the meme i can't get away from this meme this week it's got a picture of him and it basically says if this bastard doesn't
1: appear in obi-wan we all riot
2: oh my god wow
1: what do you know? <laughs> um, but but I, I did kind of like the idea that Obi Wan made friends in the in, in, in yeah. the you know larger galaxy, yeah. and and he stayed in contact with them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The thing with Attack of the Clones too is you know, and I feel like there's a little bit of this in um, Revenge of the Sith. Is just they keep it was almost. Um, how do I put this? Like, it was almost family guy moments when they were just like, hey, you know, Anakin, remember the time that we did this, this, and this thing, and you saved me? You know, <laughs> like, like that stuff like was very lazy XX position, I guess. I never really thought of it that way before, but I, I remember distinctly having that thought during um, Rise of the, Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to keep screwing that up all night. Um, where they just like, I saved you ten times. Well, nine times. You don't count that time. Remember when we did this? And then flashback to, you know, whatever. But, you know
0: that novel about that flashback to whatever came out about a week ago. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I'm serious. The the, the, the that time on, on on what's it called doesn't doesn't count. The novel of that experience came out a week ago. Oh really? I'm serious, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's interesting that you bring up this because, you know, we just started Kenobi in this house. My wife is now very into Star Wars, which is very strange for me, oh, I'll go yes. into it in just a minute. Um, but now I can't watch Kenobi without her. And when Kenobi starts, for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, they do kind of this long uh history of Obi-Wan and Anakin and you know Anakin loves you with his brother I have the high ground don't try it like that whole thing occurs and then there's that moment where Yoda's just like I'm going to teach you how to talk to the dead bitch and um I I was like wait did that happen in 3 I totally forgot cuz I haven't seen that in like a decade And then I watched three today. I was like, oh, yeah, that that totally did happen. It was Lucas's attempt. It feels like he gives breadcrumbs to, like, authors and comic book artists to be like, hey, here's a little something that you can make out of a story. I mean, I I even read a comic book once that had a whole bunch of collections of short stories related to Star Wars, and one was about the droid and New Hope that blows up and he actually was like a force sensitive droid that was a Jedi and decided to explode. So that specifically like Luke could pick out uh, 3PO and R2D2. So like they're they go deep with like every line here. And I feel like Lucas is just passing those crumbs out in episodes two and three. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: well, well, it's, it's, it's Lucas. Every character has a name. Every character yeah. has a backstory and mm-hmm. sometimes they're real dumb. Uh, real <laughs> dumb names. <laughs>
2: Very well said. What was the
0: internet name for Grogu before he had a name? It was something Shitho?
1: He's Baby Yoda, as my wife will say, and it will never be anything else.
0: <laughs> will never. <call laughs> before he weapon. had a name, the internet was calling him Glup Shitho. <laughs> <laughs> Glup
2: Shitho. <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. That's amazing. Oh yeah. man. Oh. Well, I'm glad we're in you guys... John. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I was going to say, did you guys ever get the Star Wars comics uh, back in the day that had, like, those little, like, inserts? Like, every character has a story. It was just, like, the cir- circling of Warwick Davis. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's wicked. What are you, what, What's going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember those, because I very specifically remember getting, like, um, Boba Fett's, and it's like, he's 1.8 8 meters tall, and I had to, like, look up a conversion chart, like, for what meters to feet was. I'm like, am I taller than Boba Fett?
1: Oh. At least Star Wars is using the right measurement also, Nick, the answer is yes, you're taller than most people.
2: Yes, yes, I know. I think Peter Mayhew, Mayhew Rest, was uh, one or two inches taller than me, I believe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad we're in agreement about number 11, John, because uh, Brendan and I are in agree- agreeance, at least for my number 10, which definitely is Rise of the Skywalker, um, which I feel like someday probably will switch places with Attack of the Clones, um, but for... The fourth time, or however many times I've told this story before, when Rise of the Skywalker finished, I took taken my wife to see it, who didn't really remember Force Awakens at all, didn't care about The Last Jedi, and then wanted to go see a movie with me, so she came to see Rise of the Skywalker. And as the opening credits started, I was sitting there kind of seething, like pissed off that it was so bad, and she goes, that was amazing! And I went, what? She goes, yeah, is this what you, is this Star Wars? Like, this is what you like? I was like, yeah. She's like, can we go home and rewatch them all? I was like, oh my god, yes, this is my moment! Um. So to, to be fun, fair, to be fair, the
0: the problem fair. with Rise of Skywalker is not that it's not competently made, not that it doesn't have good drama. It's that it doesn't. Nothing else leads up to it. So if you don't have anything bringing into it, I think it'd probably be a great ride. Right.
1: It, 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 the problem is, it's like they clearly just didn't have a plan with the with the. S- that's sequel when, it like it all. that's like when it became it very clear. That's when it became very clear. Yeah,
2: and that's and the thing is too, and and I don't want to give jj too much garbage here but i think it's very fair that i do along with lawrence kazdan who assisted with the script and chris tellio who had done a number of really fantastic screenplays um including argo which he got the oscar for i believe
0: and batman versus and batman superman. versus
2: superman and he's a and i've read his unproduced stuff and he's an insanely good uh storyteller um but that movie man it felt so much like you 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 guys like lando Oh, okay. Here's Lando You guys know that I worked with Dominic Morgan once. Well, here's Dominic. Oh, you, you guys remember Alias? Like, cause he he was an Alias. You got you guys like this thing? Like, it was the most blatant example of why you never cave to like the fan base trolls. Because I feel like they just threw every reference, every possible thing that you might like, or maybe fans would like it if I put this thing in here, and they just chucked it against the wall, and yeah. it really bothered the hell out of me. Um, especially well, like you said, Brandon, somehow Palpatine returned lazy. You didn't have an answer yourself. You know, people like Emperor. So let's bring back Emperor. Um, here's an insane well, fleet of star destroyers. Was, How'd they build themselves? You know, it was the cowardly
0: choice because the original script by, um, Colin Trevorrow, Carl, Colin, yep, Trevorrow Colin
2: partner, followed
0: remember. rise or followed the last Jedi and built on the conflict between Rey and, and Kylo and this movie does not.
2: It does not. Um, it really does not. <laughs> Gosh. No. Yeah. And I actually thought about this since I watched this on Saturday. Um, I would love to do a supercut that opens with three PL being like, "I just want to take one last look at my friends," and then cut every moment of every person being shitty to him, the entire series <laughs> right in a row, to show that three PLs <laughs> never had one good friend in his damn life. <laughs> So <laughs> that, that reminds me. Punches, I always thought it sure? would be a great way. I, I thought it would be a
0: great way to end. Because Lucas always plans the very end of Star Wars to cut to way in the future, and it turns out R2D2 is telling the story. Like, he's gone on record of that. How great would it be if C3PO was telling the prequels, and he's not very good at it? So he makes some <laughs> some poor decisions. R2D2 is telling the original trilogy, and BB 8 is trying his best to imitate R2D2 as he tells the sequel trilogy. Mm hmm. I thought that would have worked out perfectly, but but nobody asked me, so... <laughs>
2: yeah, nobody nobody asked me either. Um, and I think that might be my popular opinion is how much I dislike it, but I looked at the Rotten Tomato score and it's huge for this one. Like, it's huge. Like, 88%, I think, of audiences liked it, I think. Or did it go the other way? No, like, 88% of audiences like this movie. I was just like, what? Sometimes the critics are right, jerks. Like, this stunk. Um, now it really sounds like wow. I do like Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. better than this one. Because all I have is garbage <laughs> to say. Um... Popular opinion, it was nice to see Han Solo again. I guess. That was a good scene. I did like that scene. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. No. I don't think I have one. I'm just sad. You know? You're just sad after that. I think... uh, My unpopular opinion with that movie... It sure does sound like you
0: like it less than Attack of the (laughs) Clothes. It kind
2: of does, doesn't it? But you know what? There were moments that still, like... I don't know. Made the hair rise in the back of my neck. Like, I still love the way that... Kylo killed all of his own soldiers and yeah, um, like ha- it moments. was cool to have it with the subtitles on to see like who every single Jedi was that was speaking to her at the end. Like that was kind of neat. Um, that is a
0: cool thing to do. They should have shown up
2: though. <laughs> you sound so disappointed when you say it. Um, yeah,
0: I was, yeah. I was so disappointed.
2: Yeah. Um, but Yeah. Unpopular opinion. If it's the movie that got my wife into star Wars, it can't be as bad as attack of the clones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So that, yeah, number ten, uh, Rise of the Skywalker.
0: <laughs> so, and I I will state as I get to my number ten. These are not in the order of the best made films. These are the order of my favorite films.
2: Yeah, that's. I think silly. Rise
0: of Skywalker is arguably, from a technical standpoint, not a story standpoint, a technical standpoint, better made than many of the films that follow. But my number ten is Phantom Menace. I like Phantom Menace. Um, it's a mess. It's a mess in all the ways that we all know it's a mess. Phantom it's, messness,
2: mess mess. We
0: watched it this weekend and you know what? It's a mess and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of, a lot of decisions were made on that movie. Like that was a decision there. And that was a decision there. That was a choice, man. But <laughs> and it's never boring. And there's a lot of great characters and the world building
1: is wonderful. Like, Wait, I mean... Can we get, can we go back, really? You said there's nothing boring about this? Uh-oh. <laughs> You'll have your choice... Trade t- negotiations!
0: <laughs> I don't mind the trade negotiations. They really take, like, ten minutes spread out of for two hours. It's like, I... I, I yeah, no... So, I okay. The way so, so was my boring. popular opinion—I don't need to spend too much time on on Phantom Menace. My popular opinion: Pod Racing's dope as hell.
2: Um, oh, N sixty four baby! Did you ever play that game? Yep. Oh my! Oh, it's gosh. great. It's great. It's that such is a good that's game. just a now, great racing game. My unpopular
0: opinion, and this is not a generalized view of the script writing process of Phantom Menace, because again, a lot of problems. But for a movie that does not have a main character. I think it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. So there, there you go. That's my number ten. Nice.
1: Uh, I, I, I'm with actually Nick on this. My number ten is Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> have a good run, baby. So if we, if we
0: average, what is it? Does that? I think I think that moves think,
1: Rise of Skywalker to the bottom, no matter what. Yeah,
0: because I have Attack of the Clones not in ten. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. What a lazy movie. Yeah. What a lazy movie. Clearly just, this is a reaction to perceived negativity. And the weirdest thing is, like, they don't remember that (coughs) fans were very upset about Vader being Luke's father in Empire Strikes Back. And that's now considered one of the greatest cinematic moments of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's certainly one of the most memorable. But there was no Reddit boards in 1980. World no, you 52. had to send in letters to people.
2: That's like, right. Yeah. Comic letters, <laughs> weird magazine, all that stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, that was, uh, Rise of Skywalker was just <laughs> one. So I'm actually okay with Emperor clone, um, because he oh. clearly, you know, dabbled with the clone wars. Um, I got no problem with it. It uh, just needs to be seated. But it somewhere. also seemed like, yeah, exactly. need to be seated previously, but it also seemed like more of, them like reacting to the fans because in the original uh Legends version of the universe there was an Emperor clone. Uh, True. So it seems like they're trying to harken back to that. And I did like, I mean, him, he he's he's amazing.
0: Oh, he's great.
1: He, he's yeah. always good. He's always enjoyable. Um, it was also cool that you know what they were able to use with Carrie Fisher. I actually thought they did a good job on that. Mm, good point. Um, for for what they had available. I, honestly, I think it broke the movie. I think they
0: did a good job, but if they had just committed, the, the plot would have been better. Because I think they, I think Again, they wrote around
1: that. Yeah, I I complete, I 100% agree with that. Um, it just, it, yeah, we can't have Rey build her own lightsaber. She has to rebuild Anakin's lightsaber. We can't, you know, until the very end. She can't be her own person. She has to be a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and and like we set this whole thing up with Anakin being the chosen one um and okay so you brought the emperor back then give us Anakin and Vader again give mm. us something yeah something um and it really did and honestly like this is the th- this is my opinion i know it's not a popular opinion because a lot of people you know like jj abrams work i don't think jj abrams was right for star wars
0: I cannot believe that I agree with you because I so thought he was perfect when they they hired him. But uh, I agree with you.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that they didn't use the amazing uh, Duel of Fates score that uh, John Williams wrote, also heartbreaking. Mm. Fair enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's in, it's in the credits. <laughs>
2: Gotta wait for that post-credit Star Wars scene. <laughs> uh, right on. Well, let's see if we can go three for three. Uh, my number nine is Solo, actually. Um, huh. And and there's and there's a lot of reasons for that. I think to start off, it's hard to square the movie away from all of the production stuff. Um, I love Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, the Lego movie, Claudia with a chance of meatballs uh, into the spider verse. Like there is no reason in the world why these two guys should not have had their own star Wars film. Um, the fact that they were getting so uppity about improv scenes and shorter takes on things. And that's why they got let go. Um, when I first heard that, I immediately had signals going off in my brain to say this probably, did, yeah, yeah. this probably ain't going to be so great. Um, but, you know, Ron Howard, Apollo 13, um, Frost Nixon, many... Is that him? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, many, yeah, many, many good films. Great director. Um, I mean, the freaking voice of Arrested Development. Uh, just awesome. Um, and there are things that I like about Solo. I like it just fine. I don't hate it. I think we're I'm past the real hatred at this point. Um, it yeah, was an enjoyable yeah. heist film. There were... A lot of fun sequences. Um, It was great to see uh, Khaleesi working. It was good to see um, Woody Harrelson in the Star Wars movie, as strange as that was. Um, There were a lot of fun moments that worked. I didn't give two rats about the dice. I can't believe Lawrence Castan and his son thought that we did. Uh, I thought that was very strange. (laughs) Um, But, man, I thought they really did a great job humanizing Han I think him being by himself is how he got his last name. Felt very odd to me. <laughs> I think that's my popular opinion. Um, or Actually, my popular opinion was going to be the choice of Donald Glover for Lando Calrissian. That was an amazingly smart, wonderful choice, and that was extremely cool. Um, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. That's going to be
0: so much fun.
2: <laughs> oh, goody. I love to hear that. I do. Um, and uh, as far as an unpopular opinion goes, man... I don't know. I don't know what it is about bringing back Darth Maul that I felt just didn't work for me. Um, but you know what? Overall, it was a lot of fun. Totally watched it again. I loved seeing some of that lore come to life. Didn't give two rats about the dice. Number nine solo. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so number nine,
1: you just you just didn't watch all the animated shows.
2: And that's the thing is that could be a very good point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Actually that was overdue in my mind, but
2: I think because I already had this pre, this notion of like pre-production production issues, I felt like they were just going to like throw They were just throwing him in there for a fan service thing. And I think that's sure. why I was like annoyed by it. Oh, um, it's it's definitely
1: fan service. I don't think you're wrong about that at all, but
0: but that was seated a hell of a lot more than palpatine was.
1: Yes, yes it was. Oh, okay. And it okay. and it also seemed because re- remember the original plan was to do um uh solo boba fett obi-wan, right? Like that that yeah. was the original oh. plan. So it, they were supposed to function as their own trilogy
0: of spin-off, but movies. Of, of, of
1: spin-off movies, but
0: with with Darth Maul it's worth noting that in Lucas's treatment for episode 789 Darth Maul was the main bad guy before he sold to Disney.
2: Really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was running so the the republic was fighting against uh the gangs and Darth Maul had united the gangs.
2: So then since we're on this note like was was it Lucas's original intention to kill Darth Maul but then saw the the success of the cartoons i was like well oh never mind never mind i'll bring him back or do you think
1: yeah, who knows i don't know that's
2: what i wonder i don't know
1: so so for me it almost seems like Maul or uh, Grievous was originally supposed to be Maul come back um like there it, it seemed like with the design yeah, it was originally it was supposed to be designed around that um but he ended up pulling away from that uh but it always it i mean Maul was a very popular um great side guys side character in a lot of media properties Mm-hmm. Uh, under Lucas at the time, so yeah. was it? It was. He was certainly a very fan favorite character of him. So. Gotcha.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. So my number nine is Attack of the Clones. Um,
2: good. Good.
0: I think it's a very uneven movie, and that unevenness puts it at the bottom for you two. But I feel like if you just cut that uneven parts out, pretty much every time Anakin is feeling lovey-dovey, uh, there are parts of that movie that are a blast. Mm-hmm. My. I, I will say my popular opinion, basically is the reason I put it higher than the other two, is that Ewan McGregor rocks the socks off of this movie. Um, his plotline is a blast from beginning to end. Uh, I, I find every part of Obi-Wan's mystery fun, compelling. Uh, I really enjoy the battle at the end. I think the the Yoda fight's great. I Yeah, when when it is not a romance, I really, really like Attack of the Clones. You want to buy some <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say i like it in, a, in because it's perfect i just like it it is it has got some problems even in the obi-wan storyline is death sticks are those just, is that just meth well it's meant to be cigarettes is the way it looks oh. but...
2: <laughs> yeah okay Post.
0: now my unpopular opinion which apparently especially today because episode three of, of obi-wan dropped today and i haven't seen it but my unpopular opinion that is becoming increasingly more popular is that Hayden Christensen was perfectly cast. He was poorly directed. Um mm. if you see him in other roles at the time behind with good directors behind the camera, yes. he gives great performances. Mm-hmm. They're they're nuanced and subtle and I think I think he's a great choice for young Anakin.
1: You know, and and to back that up too, you know Natalie Portman is generally considered one of the, you know, mm. premier actresses, you know, working um throughout the entirety of her career and Lucas still made her seem wooden wooden
2: yeah (laughs) yeah she finished the prequels and went right into black swan you know she just had to find a role that she could sink her teeth into (laughs) right that's
0: right that's Uh, right very good what do we got john uh so for number nine oh
1: number nine for me uh is phantom menace uh because trade negotiations (laughs) and long drawn out uh so so i really quickly i should say that with the and this actually goes for the entirety of the prequels uh that i don't think they get enough credit yes they heavily rely on cgi so much fake sets however what lucas did and what that team did with those green screens that is what led to like avatar work that's what we
0: have today yeah. yeah yeah
1: they advanced technology far and beyond what what they could do.
0: And they deserve more credit because they used a lot of practical effects in those movies too. They did. There's a lot of model building. Like the entire Geonosis set was was model. That mm. was not CGI.
1: Yep. Um now as as for um obviously Maul super cool. Uh even though the double blade lightsaber is the probably the most uh inefficient weapon of all time. You're... You need the force to make the best out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as, as somebody that fought with uh, foam noodles attached to two ends of a of a stick at a at a party one time, yeah, you're gonna get Wait, murdered real quick. With were you it. the kid from that video? <laughs> yes, yes, I was. Uh, George um, Michael. <laughs> yeah, George Michael. That's exactly what I was. Uh, to quote Lucille Booth, uh, go buy yourself a Star Wars kid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Duel of Fates, also maybe one of the best. Uh, Musical arrangement that John Williams wrote Pink for Williams. Star Wars, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um. Unpopular opinion, I. Th- you know that the fight between Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon, and Maul is generally considered one of the better fights. It just feels overly choreographed. What? In? And doesn't feel like real fighting to me. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. Um. Okay. It it feels like you're they're tapping and not like a- like actually hitting each other. Actually, you know, recalling for from from attack and also Jar Jar Binks has a good line in that movie uh which is <laughs> which is when when they're in the uh ship at the bottom and they got just attacked by the one monster and uh you know makes a lot of like don't don't uh don't worry it's gonna be okay he's like all taken and monsters outside what do you think? Are we gonna be in trouble? Like, it is <laughs> legitimate, good comedic timing, and and just a regular character just fed up with this Jedi bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> More characters should be, like, like this I don't, I don't. What are you talking about, you idiots? <laughs> um. Also, the crazy. Also, just also is like a just a really strange direction for um for Lucas. You know how. You know how Gungans were established at the very beginning that they're very jumpy, that they've got a lot of leg power? hmm They're gonna fight an army of droids by setting up a shield barrier and just standing on the ground throwing things, not bouncing around like Yoda from episode two.
0: That <laughs> battle has
2: some
1: issues.
0: It it has some issues. Has a yes, lot it of
2: does. issues. A lot of issues. Very good. Oh good. Well cool. I'll pivot off of both of you and uh, just say that my number eight definitely is the Phantom Menace. Um And now it's story time. I got to see this movie on opening day. Um, I was on a boy scout trip. Um, We went to a Marine base in San Diego. And then one night we uh, all went to go see Phantom Menace. And that night I had three bags of popcorn and got back to the Marine base. We all went to bed at two o'clock in the morning. I went to the bathroom and I barfed it all up. And that really was my review. No, it's not my review. Um, But so I have that tied to my memory. Anytime I put that movie on, Um, And I will say a random note, which is um, I didn't realize I was watching some sort of special edition of The Phantom Menace because Yoda was definitely replaced with CGI. And when I saw it the first time, he definitely was a puppet. So that Mm -hmm. was completely a shock to me. I still have the original VHS upstairs, so I'm betting he's still puppet Yoda in that one. I don't know what else.
0: He's a puppet on the VHS copy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know if anything else was replaced in... Some
0: touch up here and there. Yeah. Some consequential
2: things like that. But... um, Yeah, I mean, popular opinions all the same with you know Darth Maul is a badass. I mean that that first time I saw that teaser and the lightsaber extended from the other end, you just went oh, you know, like as a twelve year old kid, blew your freaking mind. Um, But but here's the thing: did they need to show that in that trailer? Could they they just that that would have been better
0: saved? I didn't realize that was in the
1: trailer. That Uh, was in the trailer.
2: Yeah. If they had saved that, yeah. Think of how
1: the audience would have reacted.
2: Well, see, I, and I've had that experience before because there was a time, and we've talked about this before, where I just stopped watching trailers. And so when I saw Batman v. Superman and Wonder Woman showed up, we've I was talked blown about this. the yeah. hell away. I was like, holy crap, what is she doing well, here?
0: Attack of the Clones, when Yoda grabs his lightsaber at midnight opening night showing, the fans went
2: nuts. Yeah, yeah you're right, that wasn't in the trailer at all, I don't Nope, yeah, no, no. Not at all. no we we, we, not. we didn't know
1: Yoda was gonna fight anybody. Yeah,
2: yeah. It almost showed. He drops his staff and picks
0: it up, and the crowd like screaming.
1: Hmm.
2: Um. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I mean, that's just fact, baby. Like that's just excellent. Um. My unpopular opinion: the Gungans are awesome, man. I like Jar Jar quite a bit. Not every freaking alien race. Has to be badass and really great with guns, or super great with swords. You could just have dopes sometimes.
0: Something something I learned in this weekend while on Wikipedia while watching the fan minutes is you mean the two Gunkin races because they're different. Yeah. Boss Nos and Jar Jar are not the same species. They're divergent gunkins. That's not obesity. No,
3: no, no it's uh, it's like the
0: difference between frogs and toads. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, and okay. they and they're born as tadpoles. The more yeah. you know, <laughs> this is not important information. No, for but anybody. but I'm glad I was no, this. No, this is the most
2: share. important. Because um, on the re- on the rewatch, my other I had a second unpopular opinion, which was Qui Gon Jinn ain't so bad, and I've seen many super cuts online where he, they, they list him as the worst Jedi who's ever lived.
1: No. no yeah
2: they cut no. i've seen there's a youtube video cut of every mistake qui-gon makes in that movie aside from the huge mistake of like training anakin skywalker the,
0: the biggest mistake is that he has faith in people i'm not gonna you know what i would rather bad things happen for people trusting each other than not
1: yeah no the problem with qui-gon is that he's unfortunately given the line of chlorians, and we're going to test chlorians mm-hmm. in the boy yeah a little
2: was it mm-hmm. bacteria not his fault yeah yeah that
1: also was the
0: plot of lucas's seven eight and nine was really diving into midichlorians
2: <laughs> the things people really care about is like the economics of space federations it was going to be about
0: the social the uh the interactions <laughs> of the uh the microorganisms that live in our cells
1: like, right. they were going to be a major they part. give it they give the force that not not like the force is just this invisible thing that connects all life everywhere and binds us all together no, it's it's microorganisms in your blood. So what happens if you get a blood transfusion super from super <laughs> intelligent microorganisms? Now that's something right?
2: that they should explore for a solo movie of like what happens if someone gets a blood transfusion with midichlorians in it? That would be pretty freaking awesome. Also,
1: does that make midichlorians like STDs kinda? Like Wait, is like that how COVID? Finn got force powers? What type what type of whole... bodily fluid needs to be transferred?
2: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, well, then, uh, my number eight. Yeah, so, yeah, you- number eight is Phantom yeah, Menace. Uh,
2: it really wasn't, uh, you know, it, it was it was campy still and very much for the children and trying to expand the audience to kids, and clearly it birthed so many other uh, cartoons, which is, which sounds like many people enjoy. So uh, don't mind having it on in the background. I think, again, like we talked about, like it's kind of uh, peak Williams with the, the soundtrack is just really freaking good all the way through. Um, but, yeah, just number eight, Phantom Menace.
0: So, my number eight is The Force Awakens. This movie's fine. Uh, I walked out of the theaters, and I was, like, lying to myself. I'm like, it was good. You're fine. That was, that was what you wanted. <laughs> it wasn't campy. Like, I convinced myself that I liked it more than I did, even though my first thought is when we got to the end of the movie, and they're in the forest and lightsabers do let and I knew we were at the end of the movie, thinking, but nothing's happened. We don't know. How did any of this happen? Why did any of this happen? What is... Where are they and what are they doing? Um there's no world building at all. It's just it's it's a tired retread of four. You know, a Star Wars. But but it's well made. Completely watchable. Very safe, painfully safe. It's a painfully safe movie. Uh my my popular opinion is basically that. It's 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 it's, it's a it, I think it's a tired retread of four. I think it has the worst world building of all of them, because it's just kind of there. Uh, my unpopular opinion is the three main new characters, I think they're all great. I love all three. Ray, Poe, Finn, I, th- I love all three of them. I think they're excellent, and, yep. I, and I think the movie did them
1: right. Love it. Um, that is my number eight as well, The Force Awakens. Um, it was funny, because I remember we I, I called you that night, later that night, and... Um, like, once we both got... Because I was at an earlier showing. Sure, sure. And then... I had you call me later so we could, like, quickly talk about it. And it was, yeah, it was kind of the, like... Man, this movie... Is so much better than Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Right. And as a movie, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's no denying it. Um, But, you know, and the, the more I've watched it, the more I've kind of, like, seen what's happening... the more very much very clear that this is disney's star wars it's a theme park it is it isn't a. it is a roller coaster point of 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 a movie where you have your highs and lows but it's all very predictable Mm -hmm. um that being said, uh, like you said, I thought I I like Ray, I like Poe, I like po, Finn, and and uh, Kylo Ren. I thought. Oh yeah, I don't mean to leave him out. He's excellent. I Adam thought Driver Adam Driver acted the crap out of yeah. that role.
0: One hundred percent.
1: I can't um, believe I missed mentioning him. I thought Ben killing Han was a really well done scene. I agree. Um. That that was the most interesting thing the movie did. Yes, and and, and like the 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 motion in Chewie's voice uh as, as as well like you know reacting to like, makes, like him
0: knowing what's going on shy. i can't wait to hear, whenever we get to his fan force uh, well,
2: i not, did
3: yeah
0: yeah what are you giggling about
2: Go. i can't when you mentioned the the ben and han sequence it is now like and, and i will post this in the show notes for anyone who cares my my favorite meme of down. 2020 uh is uh this news headline from i believe bbc one that says the co or no sorry 2021 uh, that the COVID vaccine uh, actually boosts the size of your penis. And the picture beneath that was, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And it was Kylo Ren saying that to Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, what am I saying? my way. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was getting on about. So, yeah.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very memeable movie, unfortunately. Um, I like what they did with some of the practical effects, like the muffin being practical. I thought that was very. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah. But again, as I said earlier, I just think that J.J. Abrams was a bad choice for Star Wars because he was playing it safe, like he did with uh, Star Trek, not treading anything new, focusing on quips rather than emotional storytelling and growth of these characters. Because well, uh, if you look at, th- there's only one character that has actual well, there's there's m- a little bit of growth between um, with with Finn, but his growth is just like, man, I really don't want to kill civilians. At Ray's growth is like, huh, I think I'm I'm just gonna go and and get out 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 of my shell and go about the world. Kylo Ren makes like a a a decision to kill his dad. Like like that's that's growth. That's it's it's not growth in a good way. He's the star of the show. Character growth. (laughs) Poe has no growth. Poe stays the same. I was so excited
0: for J.J. Abrams because I thought he revitalized, put new life into Star Trek, and I was thinking how much I liked that first Star Trek movie he did. But then I kept forgetting how much I disliked the second Star Trek movie he did because it was a tired retread of Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and that's what this was.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, that beast, BB-8 also a fantastic addition to excellent yeah. to the team. Uh, And just like, just like New Hope, they do Chewie wrong. By him not getting a hug from Leia, like you'd think that that yo, know, yeah. hey Han just died, so, nope, nope, I'm not gonna go hug Leia. I'm gonna go stay with this kid I just met.
2: <laughs> Leia's very cold in the Star Wars universe <laughs> as the older that she gets is what I'm finding. Uh, but hey, she you know he got his medal, you know he got his participation medal oh, at the dumb. end. Don't start. <laughs> I know. Yeah, at this
0: dumbest plate. What do you have for number seven?
2: So for number seven, real quick, let me grab a drink. My fridge is right here.
0: I'm parched, boys. I'm He's parched. gone! I only have one beer in the fridge, or I drink another one right now myself.
1: I'm having the 23 unique flavors of Dr. Pepper. This nice. podcast is not sponsored by Dr. Pepper.
0: Ew. Dr. Pepper, it's what you're drinking.
2: LaCroix, baby. Ooh. All I right. one of those in the fridge. Let's piss some people off. My number seven is Rogue One. And it is fine. <laughs> it's it's all right, man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, there's a uh, the first time I saw Rogue One, genuinely disappointed. Um, but it's I enorme- remember you being. But Down it's, on road it's a, But it's a good memory because it was the very first thing I've ever I ever saw at Alamo Draft House, which for anybody who doesn't know, Alamo Draft House is oh, this theater experience mecca. where you can get uh, food. And there's like a table in front so of good. you. The seats are super comfortable. Um, they literally warn you if your phone goes off once or if you're caught talking, you're kicked out of the theater. That's actually their ads cool. before the movie starts. Is voicemails they've gotten from people who've been pissed for getting kicked out. Um, Whenever I go
0: to a movie, I turn towards San Antonio and I give thanks for film. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, so, yeah, so I did not care for Rogue One, um, but I have to admit, upon seeing it, uh, it moved from nine to seven on my list, so it was eventually, it, eventually, it was worth You seven. had it low! I had it low, because I, because I, I, that first time I saw it, I just You really had didn't Phantom
0: Menace it. above Rogue One. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I'll say it. Oh. I did. I'm not judging, this is great. Yeah, no, this like, like I said, let's make some people mad, um, but... I'm gonna make a lot of people mad too, so... I'm already there, uh, but, but for Rogue One, like... Watching it over the weekend, I liked it a hell of a lot more. Um, Like I said, I think I'm past, you know, I don't hate any of the movies that I've listed since uh, Solo, but uh, Rogue One, man, the more stories I read about it, like the composer had what, three weeks, four weeks to compose the entire movie from scratch? Like stuff like that. But Michael
0: Giacchino can compose a score completely blind, deaf, with his hands tied behind his back, and it'll be banger after banger.
2: Yeah. Especially if there's something in the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, every day, that song, at least one time. Um, I, I really liked the directing in this movie a lot. I loved the way the camera moved. I loved the way that it felt like a period piece. Um, and I was telling my wife that, too. So, actually, here's a quick story from not, uh, what time, 55 minutes so far? Not one an hour and 30 minutes ago, my wife finished um, Revenge of the Sith, She's, we started a new hope, and she goes. I just have trouble with this. I'm like, what do you have trouble with, my dear? The fact that like this movie was like 40 years ago, and then you have like these new movies that I like a lot, and they like just happened. But then we do these first three, and they're like in the early 2000s, and now we're back in the 70s, and it's just so jarring. I said, well, that's what I like about Rogue One is how it feels like a period piece movie. The 70s hairstyles, the mm. mustaches, the clothing. True. It felt like. I really was in the grips of a new hope. And I liked that a lot. Um, a lot of the characters are forgettable for me, so I don't know any other names except for Jin or so. Um, this probably is an example of expectations being slashed when every trailer moment doesn't exist in the movie. Um, and having yeah, that that is difficulty true. with that force, what occurs lines, her, uh, going across that, that bridge and like the tie fighter rising into play, like all these things that I was expecting, and then none of those things occurred. Uh, that wasn't a good feeling. Um, the weird tentacle creature in the beginning—that's my popular opinion—is that that was just mm. that was dumb. It's was a waste of time. Why are you doing this? Um, and I don't know. He's if this is
0: That might <laughs> is that... be my popular. Is <laughs> No. Bulguri. <laughs> that was that was almost my popular opinion too. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think just overall, like my unpopular opinion, um, and this was, again, this, a lot of my popular unpopulars are from troll stuff on the internet. I really didn't think the acting was that bad for Jen Orso, because there's a, a lot of people on there who are just like, well, if you look at the way Daisy Ridley acts, at least she gives a crap. Then you have someone like, uh, Felicity, what, um, Sorry, I can't think of her name. Yeah, Felicity, Felicity Jones. Jones. Thank you, Felicity yeah. Jones. She's just she's just a stiff board the whole time. I'm like, no, like that's genuinely somebody who had a traumatic childhood who grew up without like no parents around. Doesn't know how to react to things, and like she becomes this amazingly active character once, uh, her, you know, she sees her father in the in the hologram. Like, there were a lot of cool moments. And then my other unpopular opinion is uh, the grand Marv talking and stuff doesn't look like CG of me. Doesn't look like um, Max Headroom. Doesn't look like um, What's
0: that? I think, it, I think it gets crap done more than it does. I, I, I really it's, think so. It, but you can think, tell, but it looks pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Something it's Valley,
2: whatever that phrase is called. Um, but uncanny. It, uncanny. It, uncanny Valley, yeah. I, I don't get that at all. I think it's excellent. Um, and I think that that was done uh, incredibly well. Like I said, I love the effects. Um, I, I, I love the editing, the cinematography, the music. Um, I mean, just to have. And I can't think of the actor's name right now who played her dad. Just to have him in a Star Wars movie feels good, like because he's such a damn good actor. Oh, um, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads, thank Michelson. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, and he had a movie come out recently, which was like the top of everybody's lists last year, and I still haven't seen it yet. But yes, he's he's just freaking awesome, man. So he's always great. Um, I, I like I do like this movie now. Uh, it has moved up my list from me really not liking it all to now I I enjoy it. And and we've had it on a couple of times. And yeah, solid movie, Rogue One.
0: Now this is where I start really pissing people off. Uh, I'm sorry. Number seven: Return of the Jedi.
3: Ah! 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 Ah!
0: Sorry. Again, I love all these movies from here on out. I, I like. I, I would say this point down, we're quibbling over minor details.
2: Can you, can you edit my Will Hillem scream and <laughs> make that what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try <laughs> to
1: Will Helm. I'll do, I'll do it in, in conjunction. I mean,
2: yeah. it has to be in here
1: someplace. It's in every Star Wars movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, good call out.
0: <laughs> and, and so this one would probably be higher if it was a different day. But at the end of the day, the reason it's down here is be, it, so okay. Tatooine, amazing. Everything in space, incredible. All the stuff in the Death Star, stupendous. The Ewoks just bring the whole thing down for me, man. It's I, I'm not anti Ewok. No, I, no, no, I'm anti Ewok. <laughs> yeah,
2: but a little bit. A little it's little.
0: it's it's just it. The movie grinds to a halt at a couple places, and that's the reason it's down here. That's many times we think about turning on a Star Wars movie, which happens very often in our home. And I keep thinking, oh, we should do Return of the Jedi. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like sitting through Ewoks right now. Um, which is a shame because the highs of Return of the Jedi are some of the best highs in the entire series. Uh, Throne room stuff—it's hard to be. I—I I mean, those 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 might be the best scenes in all of Star Wars. But as a movie as a whole, it's got too many Ewoks. Now, I do want to point out—we and I'm gonna put this in the show notes. This has got to be in the show notes. <laughs> Have you guys ever read that article, breaking down what was their plan to rescue Han? No.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. If you break down, what were they trying to accomplish? So so the droids are just given to Jabba. Mm-hmm. And then Leia sneaks in. But, oh, oh, it turns out Lando snuck in weeks ago. But he hasn't been doing anything. And then Luke sneaks in. And then gets captured. And then Leia gets captured, and then, wait, wait, then,
1: then, like, uh, if everything had gone perfectly, what was the plan? Well, it seemed like there were, like, three plans going on there. Wait, so the the article that
0: I'm going to post posits that four different people came up with four different plans and never decided to coordinate. They just all happened to be executed (laughs) on the same day. (laughs) A wing and a prayer, baby. that they're all messing up each other's plans, and that's why right? everything goes to hell.
1: No, no, it's just like we're gonna stick everything at the wall, we're gonna throw everything at the wall, and we're gonna see what sticks. I that's just love the, the idea
0: that they get there and they're like, Lando, what are you doing here? And then Luke's like, Leia, where, where I was wondering where you went, and then Leia's there, like, wait, did Luke give up his droids? Yeah. But you know what? The thing is is I've seen it a hundred times and that never occurred to me until I read that article. So, so you know what? That that's the that's the uh, principle we've talked about it in this. The uh, the icebox principle that Alfred Hitchcock says that if it takes for you to get to your icebox at home and realize a plot hole, then it doesn't matter. You're fine. Move on. I
2: like that. Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: um so my popular opinion, Ewoks bad. My unpopular opinion. Now, this is an unpopular opinion. I don't think the Leia sister plot twist works at all in this movie. Oh. I like it in retrospects because of the way it builds the world. I you can't think of Luke and Leia not being brother and sister, but I do not think it works storytelling wise in this film.
1: I completely agree with that. I, it seemed like Lucas was just looking for an out, so he didn't have a love triangle where someone I, that's heard.
0: what it feels like in this movie.
1: That's
2: exactly. What it oh feels like my to me. gosh, the Kill Bill cut of uh, that sequence when Leia's like, no, it's not like that. He's my brother. And Han looks away and accusing the Kill Bill, we, oh, weeeeee, like <laughs> yes. every sequence of them being together. And bam, 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 bam. Put but it, it gets much it's worse. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she kisses him in three times. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right, John, what do you got? Uh, Solo. So, Solo is number seven. Um Just
1: okay, because... Wow. So, so... I like Solo. I think it's a really good popcorn flick. I don't think it does anything wrong or bad, uh, in, in, in my opinion, but it doesn't expand the Star Wars universe at all. No. Um, I thought it would actually maybe have made a better Disney plus series in retrospect rather than a standalone film. Uh, I really liked, really love Donald Glover as, as Lando. Um, I also really, I thought, uh, Alden, uh, Aaron Rich, uh, did a... Einrich, yeah. Einrich, yeah, sorry. Um, did a good job as, as yeah. Han. Um, and it's funny you mention it, Nick, about the whole Solo thing, because I actually like that. I like the idea that he's called Han Solo because of some, you know, bureaucrat that was trying to give a kid a break.
2: I like that, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I like Chewy. I, I really like, oh, what's his name? Uh, the, the basketball player that plays, uh, uh, Jonas uh Samado he's been playing Chewbacca um for a while oh. because Peter Mayhew can't Oh right right right, right. Um, right I thought he did a great job um I thought Erin Kellyman uh who is fantastic in everything she does also did a good job playing that kid But again there's no consequences there's no um I don't know yeah there's no consequences there's no meaning uh Paul Bettany did was 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 a Engaging villain. Emily Clark was an engaging villain, and I will call her a villain. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, but yeah, right on. Excellent. Yeah. Um. All right. Here Just we go. Mediocre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's as Brendan would say. It's aggressively fine. Maybe not aggressively, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Uh, my number six is absolutely Revenge of the Sith. Um having just finished it about an hour ago, again, was not as bad as I recalled. Really liked a lot of what they did. Again, music was awesome. The CGI was great. Certain parts of the story, you know, the, the whole he does it on a, based on a dream kind of thing without having a, a deeper conversation. That stuff bothered me to a point. But I think in light of Attack of the Clones, and again, this is just movie stuff, and this is probably my most unpopular opinion, I understand every choice Anakin makes in this movie. Because you did take this kid who was deemed to be too old from the Phantom Menace and you started him on this Jedi training and you see through Attack of the Clones and this through line of him all the way through this movie of really he is just a child. And you get this impression that this is somebody who everything is based off of his feelings because he's still grasping onto these ideas of home. Um, you have the Jedi idea of like the ego just really collapsing in on itself in this film. Um I can understand like the emperor's manipulation working because we know politics as grown-ups now so that totally makes sense. Mm. Um and man I don't know, Brendan. Like I think about that sequence when they're fighting on the lava planet, and uh, that behind the scenes of like what was it eight months for ninety seconds or something like that. Like just the the care the and the training. Detail. Yeah, yeah. Or the fight that the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. no, I know. Yeah, it's, just it's very emotional. It, it's nuts. It's it's just awesome, and I think uh, you know I'm I'm we're deep into Kenobi now, so I think I like this movie more in this moment um then probably the other ones i've listed off so of the prequels uh revenge of the sith is is definitely the best and that rounds up uh number six for me
0: so number six for me is solo uh so i had all the expectation that you had nick i i read all the stuff like there's no chance this movie's gonna be any good and it's (laughs) probably the reason i enjoyed it so much like there is no chance. This movie is going to be good. No movie has this much behind-the-scenes chaos and comes out as a watchable thing. I think this is easily the most fun Star Wars movie of all of them. Okay. It's it's you're right, John. It's low stakes, and that's what I love about it. The stakes are low. You're just going to sit down, and and I feel like like J.J. Abrams, you said it was too quippy. This is a very quippy movie, but I feel like the quips work. Like yeah. they all have chemistry together, and they're all having fun together, and the movie just—I feel like the movie jams. I don't know, like the, the the when they get to Kessel and they do the escape through the nebula, that's a great sequence. I like—I I really enjoy the heck out of every moment of that. The last sequence when they're crashed down there and they uh, and uh, Solo is playing cocky and bluffing, and the Falcon flies off. That to me is like quintessential solo. I, I I really enjoy this movie. I think this movie is a ton of fun. It has its flaws. Mm-hmm. It it's if you look <laughs> for the seams, you can see where the behind the scenes chaos was. But I think this movie is so much fun. Um, my popular opinion is the one that I forgot. Uh no, basically that it's. I think it's the most unique tone and aesthetic of any of the Star Wars films. And I think we need a hell of a lot more of that. We need people experimenting with tone and setting. Uh, I this So this movie takes place the farthest away from all the important stuff. And I want more of that. I want a Star Wars film about a banker who has romance problems. <laughs> set on Coruscant. I mean, give me that movie. Uh, give me... You know what? Make an entire Disney Plus series that's literally just pod racing. Not as a narrative series. Just... Have a have a season of pod racing and we all get a vote on who like like where we gonna watch it as sporting events. That's what I want Star Wars to do. And I feel like Solo hinted at what I want. Give me Disney give me a, a,
2: a twenty two minute NBC sitcom call It's All About Decks, you know, and just shit that happens at the diner. Like two black. <laughs> watch watch I watched the hell out of that. I would watch the
0: hell out of that. Include the laugh track, man. Like really go for the gold here. Um oh my yeah. now my unpopular opinion is actually very obvious, because it was your two popular opinions on this one. I think Donald Glover's performance as Lando edges onto character a bit for me. I enjoy him. Okay. I think it goes a bit close to playing... Uh...
1: It's like, kind of like an SNL character performance kind rather of. than a...
0: Yeah, it, it seems like he's he's, so he's I'm, imitating uh, a little old. more than... Hmm. I, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not the stand-up performance for me, though.
1: No, yeah, well, I guess it's, like, who else would play Lando, though? Like, no, I, I still that's think the... it's great
0: casting, and I can't wait to see his show. It's that's just, he was not the highlight of the movie for me. And I think he was for a lot of people. Hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's my number six.
0: I really like Solo.
1: Really, really <laughs> like Solo. <laughs> uh, my my number six is also Revenge of the Sith, uh, Nick. Uh, it's, it's... Again, my popular opinion, it's a great fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin, and... <clears throat> I liked <coughs> despite it having a dumb name, Order Sixty Six is a cool concept of, of okay, you've got all these Jedi in a military, um, sort of setting. What happens when the military turns on them? Because that's essentially what happened with like the Third Reich. You suddenly had you know officers in power. Then you had basic you know underlings turn on them and drag them out of their own homes. So, mm-hmm. I I I like that concept. Um my unpopular opinion. Why why did we need Chewbacca? <laughs> I don't yeah. know how Chewbacca was in that? <laughs> I it's 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 not that it's bad or anything. It's just like, do you remember what he was going to do originally? Yeah, we with cast the, with the kid Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. And that's Solo yeah. that was going to save Chewie's
0: life in revenge of the Sith, and that was going to be I the did not day. know that.
1: Yeah. yeah huh. it he cast a, the kid. Yeah. Um also uh the space battle at the very beginning, that opening Holy shot crap. of oh, yeah. so good. And like that's happening in the, that, um, the, the vertigo boom, you get when boom. it tips down. Mm-hmm. Uh uh Ian McDermott and uh um Samuel L. Jackson having just one of the best character you know interactions between uh, two Star Wars characters, uh, and, you know, having fun with it, too. Like, do it. I actually like, I like the Mace Windu fight. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, do too. I, 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 I love the Yoda fight at the end. Cause I, in my, so in my opinion, uh, Attack of the Clones, he was too, he, he, he was too gummy bear, you know, drinking the too gummy bear juice. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And I really like the idea of, like, no, we're just gonna have, like, two very powerful Force users throwing the literal Senate at each other. That's Mm -hmm. cool. That's interesting. Um, There's
2: a metaphor in there somewhere. Oh, man, yeah. They're, like, literally
1: throwing democracy at each other. Right? (laughs) Uh, My unpopular opinion, Uh, I think it needed more Vader. I think we needed... We needed actual, like, not just donning the suit at the end. I think that it should have happened, like, halfway through the film. I think he should have been in... I think he I think that... I think the fight with with, uh, Obi-Wan and... Yeah, the no. Oh my god, the no. Um, But I think we should have lost Padme earlier. I think it should have been, like, a final fight with Vader in the suit... Uh, well, I think we're getting that the next
0: couple of weeks, man.
1: Yes. And I'm so happy about it. Yes.
2: Love it. Um, at this point, since we're in the top five, I'm just going to call this an episode. And we're going to make this a two-parter because we are definitely I think so. deep on this. Um, and, and we need to
0: take our time here. Yes. So come back next week, folks, where <laughs> we rank five through one of Star Wars.
1: Number two will surprise you.